Danielle Scott. And I am Natasha Kaneda. And we wanted to do a check-in today. So how we're doing during the pandemic. Today is September 11th, 2020. And so we just want to talk about um, the state of the world, how you guys are doing, um, how we're doing, things that we're doing to cope because it's a shitstorm outside right now. Like the world feels like it's fucking on fire and it's really hard emotionally to navigate. And if you're not doing well, it's okay. If you're struggling, like I don't, you know, we're in Los Angeles, so our air quality is horrific. It's literally it's insane. Like a, you can't see the other buildings across the way. It's really scary. The sky like the sun is orange because of the the smoke and ash and it's it's a lot you know we have the election coming up in November and like corona it's a really really big um it's a really big kind of shit storm right now so we just want to talk about ways we're staying positive ways that we're choosing kindness and love and um yeah let's do a little check in how are you tosh I am okay. <laughs> like I I was just thinking Mari and I were listening to Get Your Drinking Game Beers Out, Brené Brown. Oh man. <laughs> chug, chug, yeah, yeah. chug. Um and uh, she was saying like one of the common factors that came up with wholehearted people, people that live wholeheartedly is that they actually allow themselves to complain. And it's like instilled in the self-help world to not complain but she was like yeah but sometimes complaining is acknowledging reality and it's a healthy part of life so I think sometimes there's a difference between um letting yourself honor what's going on like what's real for you and then ruminating in that place and feeling sorry for yourself marinating if you will marinating in that sweet a1 steak sauce oh yeah but i don't i was thinking oh yeah but ew (laughs) (laughs) no i get it it's just stupid (laughs) no no no. you don't need to explain just like think before you talk (laughs) anyways so mari and i just kind of like we were like you know what i think i think my theory is maybe it's different in America than it is for everywhere else in the world, but it feels like everyone's in like a mildly low grade form of depression. Absolutely. The world. I know I am. Me too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got you off. Jesus. She's giving me a death talking. stare. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, and uh, it's just, you know, it's good to acknowledge the reality that things are really crazy right now like really 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 freaking crazy we're going through a collectively traumatizing experience on a mass scale and Mari and I were saying we think it is affecting us in ways that we are not even fully aware of and no one can do research on it quite yet because we're still in the middle of it you know I would like to think that we're in the second half. No, we're at the beginning. Oh my God, no. Year one of a decade. But I want to go back to the Brene Brown and I want to... Shut, 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 shut. And um, I hate complainers. 
I hate complaining. I hate complainers. I think it's lame. I think that there's nothing we can do about it if we sit and just like, this sucks. Ah, nah. mm-hmm. I'm just like, shut up. Like, it sucks for everyone. But acknowledging it is just like, it's so counterproductive for me because I'm a very like forward person. Like, what can we do to move this forward? How do we, I'm like continuing to grow and I'm obsessed with self-improvement sometimes a little too obsessed but when Brene Brown said that because Ryan always tells me it's okay to complain he's like no that sucks like you didn't get that part that sucks you're allowed to be sad yeah or whatever happens and I'm like oh you're right actually I am really upset or I am sad or this does suck or Mm -hmm. the state of the world is really shitty right now Mm -hmm. and when she said that that it you know, really trusting somebody and complaining is actually a way to heal mm-hmm. and to get it out. It made me feel so much better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I texted him and I was like, you were right. Mm-hmm. You were right because I do need to complain. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean we're going to stay in it. It doesn't mean that we're going to marinate in it and just like stay in bed all day, every day because you can feel it. But you do need to a little tough love sometimes yes yeah and a little bit of like okay yeah this fucking sucks we can't be outside right now mm-hmm. but we don't want to be inside because we've been inside all year we've been inside since <laughs> 1891 i haven't seen the sun since 1946 that's why i look like a raisin don't touch me i'll crack <laughs> My house is a lentil. <laughs> Sometimes I like to go hang gliding on a Dorito. Does anyone else know Marcella Shell? <laughs> Shout Hi. out to Jenny Slate. My name's Marcel and I'm All right, enough, Natasha. I'm a shell. <laughs> okay, so um so you were saying how you were. Mm-hmm. So you're fine no okay. no 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 okay damn oh well, i didn't want to put you on blast like <laughs> no 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 so no. you're great no 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 <laughs> no i don't I know not what good. that idea <laughs> inaccurate <laughs> no i mean like hello good days bad days but literally yesterday i was driving home and um in la right now not just in la like the whole west coast of the united states is literally on fire like i don't think there's an area that isn't on fire so the smoke is really crazy like it looks like it's about to rain but it's just smoke and it hurts your lungs and it's just raining ash instead of water (laughs) and some men too lebron james falling from the sky it's raining (laughs) um And so I was like, it was the first time I'm going to get really dark and dramatic right now. And I know this is not normally my vibe, but in honor of being genuine with our feelings, I was driving yesterday and it sounds like I was about to do slam poetry. Mm. Break it (laughs) down. I was driving yesterday Uh. and um, it was the first time ever I genuinely felt hopeless, like a little bit for the future. And I was like maybe I won't have a family like maybe kids are not gonna happen maybe the world is truly just over like earth is canceled right now it's what I felt like like I was like I don't I don't know like climate change we've been learning about it our entire lives and it hasn't really been truly like honored and so and now I'm I was just like the fires felt like a physical representation of like 
everything that we've known is happening to our earth and now we're like seeing it and I got really sad and I started crying and I was like god look at all these people driving to work like it matters (laughs) nothing matters anymore like I like really hopeless and then I put on um Taylor Swift's folklore album oh boy I would put on the epiphany song it's like with you with you oh my god like church down. music and i started crying and i looked at la and i was like i'm so sorry we did this to you planet earth like i got really i cried emotional. to tears that ricochet uh, the other day uh, in the car great i was like, <laughs> like if i'm dead to you why are you at the way <laughs> god that line's good it's so good but so yeah that's how i'm feeling it's like earth the pandemic politics the economy my life everything just feels really hard right now and I'm like maybe my lesson in all of this is to sometimes let myself like sink into I don't feel great right now I just don't and that doesn't mean anything about me it doesn't mean I've failed like my self-help journey is a failure because I'm not happy right now it's more like it feels more like authentic do you know what I mean it feels I'm trying to understand it feels authentic that you are acknowledging that you're not happy right now yeah and it's it's truly like it's not like I'm and I think it's because I'm acknowledging it instead of fighting it yeah it's because I don't actually feel like dark I'm just like yeah no everything everything is hard right now right even work is like complicated right now so I just I think acknowledging it and being like it's not permanent and life is just highs and lows forever for the rest of time and so it's just a low right now yeah I think that's exactly it I got home and um my roommate who moved she moved back in but she was like I'm a writer and I haven't been writing I can't write I don't have the motivation to write right now Mm -hmm. and I was like I I understand like I it's so hard to do anything and acknowledging that and I think that's why we want to say that we're having a hard time because when people say and admit and are very shameless about how this time is hard for everybody and that it makes it a little bit easier yeah you don't feel because if you were like no I'm great like my life has never been better you're like I'm like living it up I'd be like oh my god am I like what's wrong with me yeah like what is wrong with me Mm -hmm. so I feel the exact same way I'm having a really hard time I mean I haven't been working I haven't worked since March it's a scary time I Mm -hmm. miss my work a lot I mean I'll be back on set later this month but I feel like you know, it's hard not getting to do what you love every day. Mm-hmm. And everything is just so much more complicated right now. I know. And, you know, there's definitely been more tension in my relationship. Mm-hmm. And like Ryan and I got into an argument about COVID and just like both of our families are at opposite ends of the spectrum. And so we have to and both of our families are in uh, L.A. So one of our families is very cautious. One of our family is being kind of irresponsible and very reckless my family i'll just put them on blast y'all need to put your shit together but it's really scary for me Mm -hmm. and so we have to navigate because we both want to see our families yeah so it's like you know quarantine between each 
time. We see our families getting tested, making sure we wear masks with everybody. Like, so that's an added thing that just we would never have had to go through. Yeah, exactly. So when we're fighting or when we're arguing, we really, really have to practice patience, letting the other person talk completely, like not interrupting them, really trying to understand and compromise, which has been the biggest thing for us. It's like, what can we do to protect our unit mm-hmm. rather than protect what, ourselves? Protect ourselves. Because mm-hmm. it's about he and I. And it's not about, well, but I want to go do this or I want to go do that. Right. It's like, well, no, like what what is best for us mm-hmm. in the middle? And you do have to compromise. But I think when you love someone, you want to compromise. Yeah, it doesn't feel hard. No, it doesn't. It feels like, well, it kind of sucks because I have to I can't do that right now. But it's for the you. greater good. Yeah, exactly. But it definitely has added more stress. And I know every relationship is kind of feeling more stress mm-hmm. and you know, I think that I've started like meditating more and that's really helped me because it's a time for me to reflect, to sit in silence, no devices, no screens, you know, 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night. And like, it just really, it's really helped me. Have you had any new insights when meditating, like new revelations in terms of like how you approach meditation? Yeah, I think that I, when thoughts come, it was explained to me that that is, you're doing it right if your thoughts come. Yeah, totally. And then you just kind of go back to, you know, I started TM, so you go back to the mantra Mm -hmm. or, you know, go back to your breathing or you go back to maybe a word you're kind of thinking about. It's called your your anchor. Right. You go back to your anchor. I want to be a light in this world. You know, it's so dark and like stormy outside that I kind of I want to be a light for my family. And so you could kind of go back to that. So whenever there's all you're doing is just like you're leaning towards your anchor Mm -hmm. always. So I lean towards my mantra. I favor my mantra. Mm -hmm. So whenever there's a thought, I'm just favoring the mantra. Exactly. And it really helps. And that way, like Ryan and I got into an argument the other night about everything. And I really... It was such a, I told you about it. It was, it was a faster fight because I was able to not react and just pause and truly dig deep. And even though I was mad to really listen, really listen. And it was really hard. But it's the biggest game changer. I know. Now this is turning into a relationship episode. But like truly in relationships, not even just with like a romantic relationship. like Parents, par- friends. Anyone. Like, dogs. It is those moments when you are so frustrated with someone or you're so mad at someone that you, what, where love comes into that is literally you noticing that you're really angry or frustrated or you have like high level motion emotion and being like okay I love this person I don't want to say anything that would make them think otherwise so I'm not gonna react to that emotion I'm gonna use it as information that something is going on here that's not okay with me personally and then I'll calmly communicate it like that's like the most loving way to approach frustration because I think sometimes we think like honoring our emotions means like taking it out on the person and like letting it be known 
to right yeah I feel like that's how I started like I've never done that I've never been the kind of person that like when I'm mad I'm just like what the heck you know what the heck you tell him (laughs) Natasha Ooh, that was really scary what the heck (laughs) clearly it's not boogeyman's out now (laughs) this bitch is crazy (laughs) I like how that's the meanest thing you could think of what the heck Oh, man, I'm pretty peeved. (laughs) Clearly not my forte. Mm. I have the opposite problem. Like I need to do like you bottle it up. Yeah. Well, I don't even bottle up. I just convince myself to not be upset because I'm like, I'd rather just like keep the peace, which is like uh, self denial in a way or self betrayal because you're like, okay, but no, like your emotions gaslighting yourself. Whoa, dang. Why are you? make things so intense for me <laughs> what the heck because <laughs> you're like denying it yeah yeah and you're de- i mean that's gaslighting yeah i just i think it's just a way to keep the peace right which is not you're you, like you'd rather deal with it internally and convince yourself that like it's have fine. conflict mm-hmm. yeah because i think like keeping the peace is a way to uh feel like it you think that it's gonna keep your relationships intact but what it's actually doing is it's just keeping the image of who you pretend to be who you portray yourself as keeping that person's relationship intact but who you actually are does not feel like heard or listened to if you don't just express your emotions but the point of what I was saying is Expressing your emotions doesn't have to sound like you're being so crazy or like you're being so mean to me. It's just like I am angry and now I'm going to calmly and kindly explain why. I was just watching this thing on Instagram about it, how that's like the biggest moment of love for anyone. I think it's so interesting. I was listening to the Good For You podcast with Whitney Cummings, which is one of my favorite favorite podcasts. And she's just, it's all about like wellness and advice and anti-shame culture. And she's really cool. She like is really wonderful. Um, And she had a expert on and he said that he doesn't, when he's fighting with his spouse, he doesn't get sucked into the emotional drama. Yeah, it's a waste of time. So if one person is very emotional or very reactive he doesn't go on that roller coaster with them. And I thought that was really interesting mm-hmm. um, to really remain in your body and in your truth rather than like get wrapped up in the drama. Yeah. I want to say that one thing that's really, really worked for me in the last week or two, um, especially, is setting boundaries. And I want to say that anyone out there who's having a really hard time I think taking time for yourself and maybe even putting it into your schedule like six to eight at night or after dinner or before dinner or whatever it is you schedule two hours of just you time Mm -hmm. watch reality tv it doesn't need to be something that's good for you you don't need to read a book if you don't want to you don't need you know it's like try to stay off social media that is the one thing that I will say like if you're gonna watch tv maybe just try to watch tv and not also scroll like maybe do the one thing but just 
because it's very easy to kind of have our attention half in this, half in that, and then we're out of it. You know, our time is we have to go to our next thing and then we don't feel like rested or centered. Yeah. So I will say like for me, I've been watching Indian Matchmaker on Netflix. I loved that show. It's really good. It's so good. It's so good. And like I provide a lot of commentary out loud. To myself. (laughs) To myself. Um, I really do. But I just like really checking in with yourself. And if someone's like, hey, like, can you do this for me or this? And being like, no. Like I had a friend ask me if I could do something for her tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. It was me. It was Natasha. And I was like. I haven't been sleeping very well. I need to sleep. I can't do it tomorrow at 8. Yeah, good for you. And it was like, I really want to help her. But I was like, I'm really sorry. I just can't because I haven't been sleeping. Mm -hmm. And I've been getting headaches. Mm -hmm. So I was like, it hurts me to not be able to help. But she was like, oh, there's someone else I can ask. Like, no problem. But saying like, and, and you know, her reaction was, I totally understand. She wasn't like, oh, okay. People like, respect you when you set boundaries. Yeah. And people that don't, it shows something. Because I also, right, it shows about them. Mm-hmm. I also used to overextend myself a mm-hmm. lot. And then I was exhausted and not even present when I was with the person. Mm-hmm. So that's something that for me, I know we're not really seeing a lot of people right now, but taking time for yourself is really, really, really important. Also, just like, it doesn't even need to be boundaries with other people, boundaries with yourself. Like, okay, I've been on Instagram for two hours now. I need to put, I need to delete the app for a day. Yeah. Like boundary or like, okay, I keep thinking this thought that is making me feel bad. Maybe I need to stop investigating it and just put it away. Mm-hmm. Like you can also set boundaries up with yourself for your own self worth and respect your emotional state enough to stop yourself from doing things that hurt your feelings boundaries are important so that makes sense actually that boundaries and relationships and all of this come up because I feel like all of these things it's what is being strained because of the pandemic like all of this has been a common thread for everyone and also mars went retrograde which means that nothing it means nothing it means that we are going to have more of a temper and mars is like the planet of like do go drive will passion and when it's retrograde it's going reverse and so not actually but it appears like it's going it doesn't matter um wait i'm so sorry wait it it isn't actually no when a planet is in retrograde it means that the view the planet doesn't actually go in the opposite direction it's the way okay not an expert again but it's the way that it's being perceived from earth's okay vision okay so Hmm. when mars is retrograde it's like there's a lot of like you want to do go your drive is there and everything but it's moving backwards so you feel stuck almost it's like a stuck frustrated energy so they say tempers are going to be heated we're going to lash out easier and things are just going to be more like intense but there's also a lot of positives to it I don't like to just focus on astrology as a way to like scare people here I'm going to read something from Instagram it's spirit daughter Her survival guide to Mars retrograde, September 9th to November 13th. She says, end the war with yourself. Take time to cool off. 
turn frustration into motivation. Think before you act. Mari. I'm just kidding. My God. It just felt so motherly. Have compassion for yourself and find your passion. So it's supposed to be a good time to kind of like get in touch with what you're genuinely passionate about too. So that's a positive. I don't like to just like talk about astrology in like a scary way. Like you're going to lose your temper and feel terrible. Where do you think in your life you could have more compassion for yourself? I think in terms of honoring things that hurt my feelings because I'm so quick to convince myself to not let things hurt my feelings and it's like yeah you don't have to take it out on people every time they hurt your feelings but you can still like honor it like you can I can tell you like hey Mari you said that thing and it hurt my feelings and you could be like oh I'm really sorry and I it doesn't need to be like it doesn't mean that I'm attacking you or causing drama which I think I needed to learn in my life. I really was like, no, it's it's kind of like selfish of me to constantly tell people when they hurt my feelings. But it's not. It's just self-compassionate. I know as someone who loves you so much, I want to know. Mm-hmm. It's out of respect. Yeah. Because I wouldn't know that. Unless I tell you. Yeah. Exactly. True. You're right. I know it's something that I've not, I have been cultivating this last year is just being like, oh, I'm just noticing. I think also a lot of girls struggle with trying to be like the cool girl. Like nothing bothers me. I'm cool. I'm not like the other girls. But it's like, no, like having emotion doesn't mean you're like the other girls. It just means you're a human. And there's and also we want to be like other girls. Yeah. Girls are fucking awesome, Mm -hmm. strong and beautiful and emotional and intelligent. And there's nothing wrong with feelings. No, no, it's fine. Mm -hmm. So basically, yeah. What about you? Mm. Pass. (laughs) Next. (laughs) What do I need to be more compassionate about? Take your time. <laughs> Damn. Me as a therapist. Oh my God. Um, not being as productive as I want to be right now. Mm, I'm sure that's very relatable for a lot of people. I feel I've been really hard on myself that I haven't written a screenplay, put up a one woman show. You haven't? Booked, you know, a, a TV show and like, you yeah. know... Mm-hmm. adopted a puppy in yep. this time like I I didn't do those things I read a ton of books and I'm continuing to read I've watched movies educated myself like but you don't need to explain I know that's also part of it mm-hmm. but I also just I'm a I I really a lot of my self-esteem comes from my productivity and so not being as productive has really made me question my worth and really made me question like who I am as a person mm-hmm. and um, who I am as a friend and a girlfriend, as a daughter, like everything is like, who am I if I'm not being productive? Mm. And, you know, I actually have to say like, it's, it's hard. Yeah. I could really use like a dose of my own medicine mm-hmm. and I, I could really just be nicer to myself. About that stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard. I'm sure 
a, like 85% of the people listening to this can relate to that feeling. I mean, because you're lucky you've been able to work through this. Yeah, exactly. It's- there's some people that it actually like made them more busy. Right. But then there's some people that are like... Made them a lot less busy. <laughs> They're like really not busy. I'm like really free. <laughs> really, really free. Mari and I were trying to schedule them. We like like to have meetings for let us help to discuss like next future topics. And we were like... Mari was like, great, what's your schedule? And I was like, all right, well, um, Monday I am free. Great, and she's free. Tuesday I am all clear. Great, she's free. Wednesday, I have yoga from 10 to 11 at home, and then nothing in the books. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's you, it's so interesting. Maybe like a big lesson for everyone right now is like the pandemic is stripping away everything external that we were gathering our identity and self worth from so that we could develop it internally a little more. And then when we go back out into the normal world, we're not going to be so swayed because we don't need this job to feel good about ourselves we already do feel good about ourselves and the job would be cool exactly the job is not the beacon yeah and it's not just job relationship yep love boyfriends like a lot of people are leaning on their significant other Mm -hmm. girlfriends you know just partner life partners as a way as like uh, as their emotional support yeah and yes there should be a, a support there but they can't be your everything. And I definitely felt myself leaning into like, okay, Make like it's better. so hard. And I'm like, but we need to do something. And right. I was like, well, no. Yeah. yeah. And the other night Ryan um, had to work late and he was like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm going to sit. I'm going to watch Indian matchmaker. I'm going to order takeout and I'm going to love it. And he's like, that sounds great. And yeah. I was like alone on the couch. And it was actually a really great night. It wasn't a big thing, but yeah, it's it's really interesting who we are without all these things, mm-hmm. without shopping, without our schedules, yep, without social life. What are we like at our core? We have to like, what can we grow within us to share with the world instead of what can we go out into the world to grab and stuff into us to feel good enough? Yeah, just to fill that the that void. hole, the void. Mm-hmm. So let's let's discuss a few things that we've noticed have helped us in quarantine okay. to wrap things up um i've been reading books that i love mm-hmm. and not books that i think i should read i was trying to read the eleanor roosevelt autobiography and i was just trudging what, no through good? it so boring <laughs> oh my i was like i love her but like Ugh. I wanna, ugh, so boring but like do they know the kardashians were canceled i know honestly <laughs> courtney i'm coming for you she's the reason um natasha and i genuinely had a moment of like true it's pretty crazy mourn that they're almost done okay yeah, just if you will but I, it's pretty I, crazy i know we love them we're <laughs> shameless like i don't know it's pure entertainment come for us i don't care um but I've been reading. I've been reading amazing books. Trevor Noah, Born a Crime, Lori Gottlieb, um, Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, Mm -hmm. Demi Moore. I've read her book. Uh, I've just been I've just been reading and that's been really making me feel good. And meditation and exercise every day. Mm -hmm. Some kind of movement every day. Yeah. No matter what, except I didn't do it today. (laughs) Maybe that explains. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. 
yeah i think for me therapy well yeah i'm in therapy too yeah that's been a big one that's been helpful just to like i use talk space and if yeah what's it like it's honestly like it's like better help yeah it's the same thing like basically you can type to your therapist like every single day and i do no i'm just kidding <laughs> And boy, hi Patty. Do I use that? <laughs> Guess who it is? Hey, it's Natasha. <laughs> um, and but it's just nice. She was like, "I want you to think it's like a diary, but it's gonna be like a diary that talks back to you." So if I ever have like a bad, <laughs> but is it going to say nice things, <laughs> <laughs> or is it going to point out my deep flaws? <laughs> no. Um, but so like just having something to turn to like a tool whenever I'm frustrated or like just can't wrap my mind around the emotions I'm feeling and I just write it out like I'm just like oh like this and I'm sad and I'm sad and I don't know why and like I think I'm putting too much pressure on myself and blah, just get it all out but if you don't have a therapist maybe even journaling like that would be helpful that's been really helpful for me um a morning routine has been really helpful for me. Like I've started making smoothies every morning and mm. it makes What do it, you put in them? Oh my god. I'm so glad you asked. I start with a little bit of baby spinach and then I add flax seeds and then I add peanut butter and then I add frozen mango, frozen peaches, rice milk, and then I have a little scoop of like green powder that has like herbs and veggies and like nutrients in it. Mm. Do you put water in it? Too? No, I put rice milk. Oh. And then I go. Well, I, an addition. And then I go. And then I go. What do you use it in? What do you blend it in? A Nutribullet. Well, okay, there's a lot of different. <laughs> there's the magic bullet. There's a Vitamix. Damn. You guys writing this down? Uh, oh she's looking sassy <laughs> so I've been making a smoothie that's been like a nice way to feel productive and healthy in the morning and then I've noticed for me obviously not right now with the fires but it feels really good to exercise outside in mm. the morning even if it's like 20 minutes of stretching in the sun Ooh. get your sun I mean yeah one it's not crazy but Get outside in the morning. Yeah. It is a game changer. We need our our skin needs the sun in the morning. Put on sunscreen. But just honestly, like getting outside first thing in the morning is a lifesaver. Yes, it really is. It just like or like going for a walk, like anything. It just like sets you up to feel a little bit better. And then I think like, oh, my God, it's so crazy. Like the biggest lesson I've had is just like like to I need to be my biggest cheerleader and I'm learning that deeper and deeper every mm. day like I just like days that I don't feel good days that I'm sad like I need to talk I, I'm getting better at being like okay you don't feel good because you keep telling yourself you're not pretty enough so maybe stop doing that and then I'm like yeah you're right okay like I have these conversations like self-parenting oh, yeah exactly or like okay maybe you're not you don't feel good because someone has crossed a boundary with you and it's time that you acknowledge that okay yeah I'll go do that like I'm like being yeah I am being like the best parent I can be to myself <laughs> and also mirror work really helps like I love looking in my like making eye contact with myself are you what's wrong oh what i don't know oh you're cute <laughs> she's crying a little I'm bit i'm not crying i don't mean to put her on blast i'm not crying you're crying I'm a twig in my eyes <laughs> 
but yeah I think that's been like a big thing for me and then also if you do mirror work now after we talked about it in a previous episode I read this thing that if you're making eye contact with yourself when you do mirror work look in your right eye why crazy <laughs> don't look in the wrong eye <laughs> look in the right I, because they said the right eye is connected to more your physical self and the left eye is like your higher self like subconscious and so the right eye is like the one that needs to hear it that's a little too much whatever i'm just sharing knowledge just look yourself in the eyes right i I think what makes me emotional is like you get to a point oh my god i really can't believe that i'm crying but i think you get to a point where we say like enough beating ourselves up yeah enough being mean yep I'm worthy of feeling good, mm-hmm. and I don't need to be a bully in my own head anymore. There's enough bullies on that There's outside. enough, like, the bully in our heads is so brutal, and I think even during this crazy time, it's, like, louder and louder and louder. Yeah, because we have nothing to distract ourselves. Yeah, and I think that, like, collective boredom is also a big part of it, but I just think that saying, like, no, mm-hmm. a boundary was crossed. Mm-hmm. I can say to this person whoever it may be this boundary was crossed and then being able to say that shows such self-confidence and such worth and like wanting a better stronger relationship with that person yeah it shows you respect the relationship and you love them and you want them to know Mm -hmm. and how to love you better yeah yeah and if you can't how do you teach someone to love you? Because you really do have to teach someone how to love you. Yeah, you can't guess. And 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 I like it when Ryan says to me, I like it when this happens. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when this happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's great. I understand that about you now. Yeah. So if I know that, like, let's say he hates when I'm late, and I know that if I'm going to be late that day, I send a text Rather than just show up late. Right. Like little things like that shows respect for him. Yep. Rather than him getting mad that I'm always late and then not telling me. Yeah, that's where it gets crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. I know the same thing happened with me and Chris. Like I was like, we were talking about something and I was like, you know what? I don't want to talk about this right now. I'm like, I think normally I would act like whatever it's fine but i could just feel a little bit of me i'm like let's just enjoy the moment yeah let's not talk about this stuff right now yep and he was like yeah that's totally fine i get it and i was like great like you literally just need to ask for what you need sometimes i know and that's with everyone in your life and i i just think it's scary it is because you know what it is sorry i cut you off no why because for me i notice it's a fear of like abandonment and rejection i feel like if i set up a boundary people are gonna be like well that's a lot of drama i'm gonna go Mm -hmm. or like she's not worth that yeah when and then so to to muffle my boundaries and the things i need in order to keep people around that shows so little self-worth like people the people that are in my life should be the ones that understand what I need to feel respected and cared for and are down to do that because they love me the ones that are like uh okay whatever drama queen or whatever I think they're gonna think it's good for me to know that that's how they feel because I don't want you in my life then I also think that when somebody sets a boundary in your life who you love you want your friends to be their best selves and if it means they can't hang out that night right. because they're taking care of themselves, 
then you should how care. much of a selfish asshole are you to be like no come out right come out let's hang whatever i mean pre-covid or post-covid when right. that you know rather than like be like yes take care of yourself mm-hmm. if they're taking their care of themselves and they haven't been out of the house in three months maybe talk to you them. know just be like all right all right we gotta go to yeah. dinner but like just saying like i if you set that boundary i would have so much respect for it right and also i think it's important to acknowledge that sometimes boundaries can hurt our feelings when someone sets one with us that's no- oh i know that's normal i don't but, like it yeah sometimes it's a, it's sometimes you're like but i really wanted to hang out with you right and, you know but it's so the bigger picture is right. that you treat them with respect and what they need they get yeah and you can be silently upset yeah in the car and it, then let it go yeah i don't want to act like if you like get offended by someone being like hey i i don't want to do this with you right now then like you're some toxic person it's very normal of course it's just the big picture is like to show respect for what that person needs to feel loved and for yourself Mm-hmm. and so if we all take care of our own boundaries and we don't have to worry exactly so we just want to say like yeah it's a shit storm outside the world is on fire right now Literally. it's very scary Everything feels really big and overwhelming, but we're going to get through this. This too shall pass. It's going to make us stronger. Natasha and I are here for you, and we're going to come out of this stronger, more self-aware, self-reflective, evolved, emotional warriors Mm -hmm. and have stories to tell. Yeah. And, you know, let's, let's journal and meditate and really take action to be better rather than letting this take us down yeah because we're not gonna let this take us down this is not what takes us down nope and we can truly get through this but we don't have to do it alone Mm -hmm. and i think that's really crucial right now is we don't have to do it alone yeah truly lean on your friends lean on the people you love say i'm having a hard time proclaim Mm -hmm. it natasha and i are doing it for you know, all of you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's true. I think I'm going to give a homework assignment. Mm. Oh, you me. are? I didn't know that. We lo- well, I just thought of it right okay. now. Okay. Um, so- She's such a teacher. <laughs> I probably am. Oh, my God. It's embarrassing. Okay. Does everyone have their agendas out? Great. I, I don't. Okay. I, of course Can you I don't, borrow? Mario. <laughs> Can I borrow your no, don't let her borrow. She needs to learn her lesson. <laughs> Wow, you're flashbacks gonna, you're gonna, to third grade. <laughs> um, okay. I want you guys, if you would like, this comes from love, not from teachers. Not, yeah, got to do it, all right? Um, no, of course I not. want you guys to, and I'm going to do it too, write down a couple of thoughts that you have noticed that you've been thinking about yourself that have made you feel bad the last few months. Thoughts that you've noticed that are putting you down. Just write them down and then just like look at them and just like cross that shit out and then tell promise yourself that the next time those thoughts pop in your head, you're gonna stop it in its feet because you do not need to dissect it. I think a lot of us think like we need to follow the thought that's telling us we're shitty people because we're like, well, I have to figure out why. But you're not. You're great. You're fine. Don't let your brain convince you otherwise. You're beautiful. You're talented. You've got everything you need. Do not stop trying to like chase things that'll make you feel better about yourself. 
And the next time that thought comes up, stop it in its tracks, replace it with just a mantra or something like I am worthy of love and belonging exactly as I am. Yeah, whatever. And just decide your mantra, write it down and just make a genuine promise to yourself that you are going to catch. It could even be one thought. I think it's easy to start small. Every time you start to tell your criticize your, your body. Yeah. Your every, face. Mm-hmm. Your your place in your career. Your money. Anything. Your your legs. Mm-hmm. Just something small. Like yep. every time you walk by and you notice you're like, oh God, these little hams. And then just be like <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Is that what you say about your thighs? No. Yeah, you little hams. You little ham. Look at you. Wobble wobble. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a ham? <laughs> Every time you notice that one thought, just let's start small. Just know there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. That's really mean. I'm worthy of love and belonging mm-hmm. just as I am. Yep. And then put on a really fun playlist and have a dance party by yourself and pretend you're a pop star because that always works for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're good. We love you guys we love so you much. so much. And I hope you have the best rest of September. And we will talk to you soon. Catch you on the flip. Yeah, ready? One, two, two, three. Let Let us help. help.